Ladies and gentlemen, just a public service announcement before this week's episode. Uh, I do go on a lengthy rant at one point, and I just wanted to let you all know there is quite a lot of swearing in this week's episode, so maybe don't listen to the show with your kids in the car or anything like that. Um, So, fair warning, apologies for the profanity. Uh, Other than that, enjoy the show. What's up, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls? Welcome to another episode of It Is What It Is, a bit.net's news and current affairs podcast. Each and every week, we bring you all our takes on all the news you need to know about. And for the third time is a charm. I'm joined this week by Jono himself. What's Patch. up, Jack? <laughs> New dog. <laughs> How you going? Um... Ladies and gentlemen, this is the third time trying to record the show this evening because we've had some technical difficulties. However, we are here now. This is this is will be the only one. If I don't get this right, that's it. No episode this week. I've had enough. Are you recording? Are you, I am recording. still recording. <laughs> I'm still recording. Yeah. This was supposed to be a uh, a three way episode. Unfortunately, because New Zealand decided they wanted to be different. Mm. Uh, we uh, we have no Thomas Marshall with us, so we were going to mix up and try something different. And then we, we realized this evening that um, he was actually three hours in front of us and not two, and therefore he had to go and get his beauty sleep. Not that he needs it, in my opinion, but we're here. Back with John the same old, same old, hey? That's all right. It's good to have you here. It's good to finally do an episode with you <laughs> <laughs> after so long. Yeah. Number eight. It's always weird, isn't it, when you have to like when you you screw up a recording and you have to redo like the and then you kind of say the same it's, things again. It's never as good the second time. We had no, great not, we had it? great banter the first take. We did everyone have great just just so you know. Mm. Yeah, you missed some great. I said some little one liners. I, I said something about how it's great to do an episode with Jack because I've done like mm. three without him while you were in Hawaii. Thank did a couple that. and then yeah, I think the last one was when Trump had his summit. To Korea, yes. So. Ah, fortuitous. Need some time, yes. <laughs> so I say because we're gonna we're gonna talk about the those two gentlemen again. Yeah. Uh, now, Jono, Jack. It's uh, as it is every week. It's been a massive week in news. However, I, I wanted to take a different tact in this week's episode. I wanted to just mix it up a little bit and have a bit more of a hmm. holistic approach. Okay. Somewhat just and just have a bit more conversation because <laughs> I really enjoy the the conversational type episodes that we do yeah. here it, it is what it is and uh and so no fancy jingles this week no no rapid fire uh, no rapid fire rapid anything like that. no no intros we're just gonna talk we're just gonna talk about the news All right. because why not let's we'll mix it up a little bit so well, we can do it we can do yeah. this this is the things that you can do this is show business baby the show must go on something like that <laughs> it doesn't have to but it will uh, how are you yeah i'm pretty good just Doing my thing, doing my That's my good. podcasting thing, and my watching Netflix thing. And I'm glad. What are you watching at the moment? Uh, well, actually, we've been binging Breaking Bad, Hannah and myself. We've just decided to rewatch <laughs> that. I think we were watching like Better Call Saul, and it's yeah. like you're waiting a week for another episode, and then yeah. in that week between episodes, Hannah was like, "Let's watch Breaking Bad." So <laughs> went back to the start of that, and I think we're up to season four. Interesting. Yeah. I just finished Ozark season two. Oh, yeah. How's it stack up? Um, good. Really good. Is it better than um, the first season? I think... I don't know. I think it's very close. Hmm. It's hard okay. to sort of gauge. It's no bra- like it's not Breaking Bad, but yeah. it is a fantastic show, and I want to keep watching it. It's like... It just, like, teases you, this show. It's like... There's something, like... Yeah. You know, like, something really, like, half really fucked up will happen, but it never just has quite the impact of like what Breaking Bad would used to do. The thing I loved about Breaking Bad, Jono, was that ev- almost every single episode you would get the you would like get through it and some of them a bit a bit slower or whatever, but it, without a shadow of a doubt in the last like minute or in the last scene, something fucking crazy would happen. You'd be like, "Fuck, I need to watch mm. another one." Yeah. Absolutely. Like without without a doubt. It just had this perfect knack of just, just wanting you for more. Kept stringing you along. Um, and Ozark does that, but not to quite the degree of Breaking Bad. Um, still a great show, though. Jason Bateman. Oh, He's good. What a gem that yeah. man is. Um, yeah, I was, no, I I was hoping good. that the second up. season would pick things up, like take things into the next gear. Oh, it, it definitely goes up okay, a gear. Good. It definitely goes up a gear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely more intense than the first season, but it is very... It's got that like... It's really like the way that it's filmed 
it's got that blue sort of yep. um the coloring like shade yeah. yeah the coloring like the sh- how color really grading shade yeah across the uh, on the like the filming or whatever um and it just it makes it feel like winter mm. like it really does like the way they do it is quite smart it's really uh, kind of an extreme color grading like it's, it's it very like distinguishing yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely um but no i like it it's good it's a good show it's good very good um Watched that. I've been watching some movies lately. Watched uh, a movie recommended to me by a friend the other night. Adaptation. Have you seen Adaptation? I don't Nicholas Cage. Think... It's Charlie Kaufman. No, I haven't seen it. It's a interesting movie. Yeah. Really good. What a brilliant! It's a brilliant idea for a movie, and just the way that it's sort of come about. Um, I won't go in. I mean, I can go in. Do you want me to go yeah, into go it? Yeah, go into it. I'm curious now. So, Charlie Kaufman, you know, Charlie Kaufman, he's written like um, Being John Malkovich yep. and um, Adaptation, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. And um, so, he's got this movie, Adaptation, which he was meant to write it about this book and he just couldn't do it. He just could not, like, this and this is the story of how he wrote, how he wrote this movie. Mm-hmm. He was supposed to, he was given this book, they're like, well, you know, um, adapt this book into a screenplay. And he's like, all right. And he had writer's block and he couldn't, do, he just could not do it. And so he started writing the movie, like he rewrote it like a heap of times, but started writing the movie about him writing the movie. Right. About how he couldn't like adapt the movie and then all this stuff and like, and then he adds some crap. It's, it's, it's really clever. It's a brilliant idea for a movie and it's got some great moments in it. Um, Nicholas Cage is fantastic. Is he playing Charlie Kaufman or is it? Yeah, he's playing Charlie Kaufman. So Charlie Kaufman writes a movie about himself writing a movie. Yeah, okay. It's very About meta. him not being able to write the movie. Yeah, it's crazy. Postmodern. And it's sort of like, like I'm like watching this movie. I'm like, what the fuck is this movie? Like, is this guy just written a movie about himself? Like, what the hell? And then halfway through, he's like, you see as he's like, he's telling the story about how he's got the writer's block. And then he starts, he like clicks and he's like, Charlie Kaufman. And he's this most new, neurotic person you've ever seen you just an absolute terrible human being but it's a really good movie i mm. quite enjoyed it watch that the other night watch gattaca i haven't seen that for years gattaca gosh a great movie yeah um what else have i been watching i watched the uh, final space on netflix that, uh, that animated good? series yeah it's quite quite good it's not yeah. it's not like mind-blowing it's not yeah. it's no big mouth or bojack mm. bojack horseman but Ooh, uh big mouth season really two good. comes out yeah. this friday yeah yeah yeah, beauty. You beauty. Um, other than that, how was your long weekend? Great. Looked at a, a few houses. We're in the market. Uh, watched, the, watched the footy. Watch, yep. watched Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. Great. great. How was that? Yeah, I had, I'd never seen it. So it was uh, something I've been, Crazy. I've had on my Netflix list for a very long time. Mm. And I was just like, mm. it, you know, it's, it's so easy when you're sitting down there with the, the partner or the wife or whatever to just put mm. on like a rom-com or like some goofy like... Yeah. Seth Seth Rogen movie or something. It's never like let's watch Saving Private Ryan on a Saturday mm. afternoon. <laughs> so I've got a whole okay. lot of like action movies and war movies and stuff that I've mm. just never going to watch. So I was like, we have to watch this. So we watched mm. it, and yeah, I loved Fantastic it. It was film. it was what I expected. Spielberg's a, a master, master of his craft master. for sure. And, Definitely. Um, Definitely. Probably you know that was probably one of his last really great movies i think like that's fair he i did this on a, on a previous podcast one time but i think i don't know like around 2000 maybe after catch me if you can he started to kind of drop off a little bit and he's still yeah. doing his thing but i think the mm. the topics like the subject matter for his movies isn't the what it was mm. once but yeah there's no and he had some crackers like let's not oh think yeah some absolute crackers you know those are the indiana jones movies he's involved with um, Jurassic Park, E.T. Jurassic Park, E.T., uh, Schindler's List. Yeah. Um, everything's like um, Poltergeist. Was he Poltergeist? I don't know about that one. Munich, um, he did Munich. Or it's or is he um, Close Encounters? Yeah, he did Close Encounters. And, yeah, maybe that's what I was thinking of. Um, anyway. And Jaws. Oh, two other movies. Jaws, yeah, yeah. of course. <laughs> two other movies. He was untouchable for a while. He was just box office gold. Yeah. Spielberg. Um, two other movies I watched. Green Room. Um, hmm. Very, it's a, I don't, I don't recommend it. It was, <laughs> it was not very good, but I, I, I had to see it through. And um, uh, The Disaster Artist. Oh, yeah. Now, that was a good Where'd movie. Where'd you see that? I enjoyed that. Sorry? Where'd you see it? 
You rented it. Oh, it's on Netflix. I just noticed it oh, on what? Netflix. Okay. Day. Yeah, I didn't think it was. I didn't. I didn't hadn't seen it, but I was scrolling through. Then I saw it. I was like, boom! That's what I'm watching. Watch that last night. Sweet. <laughs> what a good flick. Um, have you seen the room? Have you watched the room I, itself? I couldn't bring myself to watch it. Oh, it's. I'll watch. I'll watch enough amazing. of it on YouTube before I watch the Disaster Artist. <laughs> you have to. Yeah. You have to watch it. Just watch the whole thing. It's actually on YouTube in its entirety. <laughs> okay. What a great film. But- what two what great films. Uh, oh hi Mark I did not mm. such a good film such a good film and Jay Franco nails it absolutely nails it he's good um, anyway where were we what were we talking about news Trump probably who knows Trump nah Trump's not first we got that's right we got some dickheads to talk about you made a good point I said idiots uh, but yeah you did you, the idiots was the word you used we've got a lot of idiots to talk about tonight there's, there's several um, almost every story except oh no yeah well all but one will be idiot a lot of idiots today a lot of idiots a lot of idiots um anyway so news about that who's the first idiot off the off the rank first idiot's bill cosby jono sentenced this week to prison um three to ten years is what he got Mm. could be out in three years and how many was this guilty on like one count or like three counts or something such a great count such a great uh, found guilty of three counts of mm. aggra- aggravated indecent assault each of which carries a maximum of 10 years prison but Montgomery Court Judge Stephen O'Neill announced Monday that the charges have been merged into one because they all stem from the same event I mean I don't know that doesn't make sense to me um, I mean I'm no lawyer <laughs> or judge um, but this I don't know this just didn't sit right with me the three, three to, to ten. ten. Yeah. Like, he could be out in three years. Like, I know he's old as fuck, but... Yeah. I think that probably that, plays into it as well. Yeah, but I don't give a fuck. Like, he doesn't... Just because yeah. he's old. What, no, I agree. What the hell? Yeah. And it's not like he was... He was... He wasn't old when he did it, was he? No. He was young. Hmm. Hmm. So... I read a funny thing of um, his... His... Like, they were talking about, like, what he's, like cell room and stuff is like and this that and the other and um his meals and whatnot and um so like his first meal was like some mashed potatoes beans and gravy and some meatballs or something like that and um with some jello like he got like a little jello <laughs> and then started, and then they had to put in there saturday's menu has a chocolate pudding right <laughs> oh man he's so gonna be in one uh, he's gonna be in one of those like minimum security prisons isn't he yeah well yeah i mean it's it i think it's a uh, SCI Phoenix, which um, obviously is a Phoenix based. So the basically, from what I read, that they put they they put him up into a, a prison based on his circumstances, like they do apparently with everyone. So his age, his medical conditions, the fact you know the crime that he did. Um, they reckon he'll be in the general populace in the prison, so he's not going to be sort of segregated or anything like that. So his lawyers argued to have him. Um, put under house arrest because of his health mm. and because, you know, they felt he might be in danger. Um, like, I'm glad he went to jail. I'm glad they didn't give him house arrest. That would have been not, mm. that would have been not good. Um, yeah. However, three to 10 years, I don't know. It just doesn't, like in three years, he could be out. Like he should. That is, yeah, not good. He, I think for someone who's like very clearly guilty and prob- mm. probably guilty of more than they've actually been convicted of, Mm. Like you have to kind of logically go with the the assumption that, or the presumption even that uh, the amount of people who've come forward suggests that there's been at least more than more than this that he's guilty yeah. of. Oh, there's plenty. Yeah, plenty. Um, um, yeah, it's a yeah, it's-, it's a fairly light sentence. And I mean, celebrities often find a way. You know, whether it's through the fact that they have the best lawyer that money can buy, that could be a, mm-hmm. a big part of how he's managed to get this, but yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What a son of a bitch. And also, just on a, as an aside, um, I did neglect the um, Brett Kavanaugh story. I know it's been massive over in the States and, and sort of making headlines everywhere. Um, I just can't... I just... I have a real low... Like, my tolerance for fuckwits and assholes, Jono is getting less and less by the day. Um, and I'm just I'm in a real, like, interesting place in life. You don't want I'm to deal like, with it? Yeah. Like, I just, I just... I'm just watching this story unfold and I just... I can't even, like... I, can't, I just don't want to read about fucking idiots anymore. 
I've just I've had it I've had it up to here, Jono, mm. for our audio listeners. That is above my head. That is above my receding hairline. <laughs> up to here, Jono. It's just do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and we're going to continue to talk about fuckwits and assholes for the next <laughs> probably half an hour or so. Um, but we've just but they're established. Sad. We don't have to like give the background on them. We don't have to explain why no, Bill Cosby's you know. Not, yeah, a, not a nice Cosby. guy. Why, everyone knows why Bill Cosby's an asshole. Everyone knows why Trump's an asshole. And Kanye. Yeah. The thing with that um, Brett Kavanaugh story is like, I've avoided it probably like you have as well. Because hmm. there just seems to be such polarizing perspectives that require like, okay, if I'm going to have an opinion on this, I need to spend a lot of time. Yeah. Digging like, through it. Yeah. Digging through it, deciding what I think. And there's when there's so much conjecture over like... Hmm whether someone has or hasn't done something, all you can really do is like literally watch the testimonies and decide, do I believe this person or not? And I I just don't have it in me to do that. And it's not like, Mm. like, I don't feel like I have an obligation to do that either because it's not relevant to where we live. Like it's not an Australian story. Mm. It's a well, it's an American story. If you're interested in world news, it's a big story, but Mm. it's, I feel yeah, like I feel, I feel almost guilty avoiding it because I feel like it's something I should be across and it's something like I'm very as you know I'm very interested in American politics mm. and, and American news and this kind of thing and and um, and it's something that I feel like I should be across but I just haven't got the like <laughs> I just don't have it in me at the moment yeah. John I mean I'm interested you know I mean? in it to the point where like I'm gonna just gonna wait for the result and then yeah. know like know that yeah. he's this kind of person or not this kind of person like I don't feel mm. like I need to be along for the ride the whole way and like, and like giving my opinion like who really cares what i think about him like i don't need to be tweeting about yeah. this or that or the other yeah yeah um i mean my gut tells me he's a scumbag yeah um but like i said i i, I haven't sort of dug too deep in it mm. you mentioned um, uh something there that's gonna take us into a tangent which i'm sure you'll mm. be okay with uh about mm. feeling guilty for not following the story and it just reminded yeah. me like I don't know how normal this is, but often when there's like a huge tragedy, whether it's a world mm. disaster, flood, earthquake mm-hmm. that's killed a thousand people or whatever, mass shooting, mm. I often take a good like two or three days before I'll even read about it, like seek out the, really? the information. And I think part of it is like uh, I want to know, like sometimes the early reports are completely misleading or they make it look like it's going to be worse than it really is. And then, mm-hmm. and then a part of it is like my mind rejects it because it's so terrible and I just don't want to mm. know about it until it's like mm. kind of sunk in that it's happened and then I'll get the facts. Is that weird mm. or do you think that's kind of human? <laughs> no, I mean, I think it's I think it's indicative of where we're at as a world. And it's funny, it's funny you say like, it's funny you bring this up because this sort of this will lead into sort of my story I wanted to tell mm. on this week's um, show. I, I caught up with some friends on Saturday night, Jono, and I was having a conversation with a friend of mine. Um, we, were, we were having, a, I'd had, a, we'd had, we both had a few drinks. It's grand final day. We were just shooting the shit as you do, um, talking about stuff. And um, it was Dyksy. Everyone knows Dyksy. Dyksy's a dog. He's a dog. He's a dog. Yeah, um, but good friend of mine, Dyksy. Uh, me and him were talking, and there was so there was period. The people around at this party, um, there was this guy like Dyksy's friend was there with his girlfriend, and I don't like her very much, Jono, hmm. because she's a very rude person, very rude person, and mainly to her boyfriend, who was just saying nasty stuff about him or whatever, and just like hang like hanging on. It was his birthday, as a matter of fact. And um, anyway, is he a friend of yours? Uh, he's a, I mean, he's a friend of a friend, yeah, so sure. I would call him an acquaintance. Um, I, I like him. He's a really nice guy. Sure. But his girlfriend was being very, very rude, uh, specifically towards him. Um, and I was, I, and, I, and as you probably know, because of, you know, sort of more about what's going on in my life than, than most, uh, I have, a, at the moment, <laughs> I have my tolerance for bullshit is a lot lower than what it normally is. My threshold is, it's not really there anymore. So I was very much in the mood to just tell this girl to fuck off because I, I thought that she was being really rude. Anyway, so she, me and Dykes are talking and she comes out and she comes up and she says to us, she's like, oh, just wanted to come out here where the real men are. Um, and, 
and this was this is later on in the night after I'd probably told her to piss off a couple of times because she was being really rude about her boyfriend. Um, and I said to her, I'm like, you shouldn't do that. Like, what are you, what are you trying to achieve by coming out here and bagging out your boyfriend to his friends? Like, we like him. He's our friend. And you think well, it's funny. You think we're going to think you're funny. You think we're going to think you're cool because you're coming out here and like bagging out your significant so other. No. So think you're a fucking idiot and you should go away. I don't want to talk to you anymore. Um, you said that? Anyways, those are, yeah, in, in like no other in certain terms, I told her to piss off because I was like, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't talk shit about your boyfriend like that. Like he's our friend. Go away. I don't want to, I do not want to talk to you anymore. I don't want to look at you. Um, and she left. Which was good. It was like water off a duck's back. She didn't really seem to take it right to say. <laughs> Seriously. Um, I was like, whatever. And I said to Doxy, I'm like, Doxy, why do people have to carry on like that? Like, who does she think she is? And he's like, ah, oh, and he's kind of like, like almost like what you sort of, and we sort of got in, and then we sort of got into a bit more of a deeper conversation about, you know, life and the world. And I was like, I just, and I was like, you know, there's too many assholes in the world. It was the sort of the rant that I went on. I'm like, and they just, and they're getting away with, they just get away with being assholes. And no one stands up to him. He's like, yeah, but... And his sort of thing was like, oh, just don't worry about it, mate. Just don't worry about it. Worry about your shit. Don't worry about what these people think, you know, what, these, what everyone else is doing. You just worry about what you can control. And I'm like, you know what, though? That's the attitude that got us into this place. Because nobody worried about anything, anybody else. Everyone just starts worrying about themselves. That's how people... That's how assholes are running the world, Jono. That's why all the assholes are continuing to be able to do as they please. And no one holds them accountable for it. Mm. And some get held accountable, but even now, you see Bill Cosby, three to ten years, he should, he should be dying in prison, unless he lives to one hundred and thirty. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, he could, anyway, he could so die in prison. But. Hmm. So I went on this long tirade, and I got sort of worked up, and um, it was fine. Like it was not, it was a good, it was one of those good like drunken chats. You know, <laughs> it was like, no, nah, fuck it, Dykes, you, you got to stand up for what's right. This is what the people. <laughs> this is what we need to do. We need to. Take up arms. Um, anyway, <laughs> so as the night went on, um, uh, I was we all went to go home, and um, and then there was a group. Uh, the three of the girls that were there, my friend. So we're at my friend's house and his mum, and then two of the other girls who were like girlfriends of a couple of my other mates were like, "Oh, we're going to Baja, which is a, a like a Mexican themed bar." in Rye, mm-hmm. which is where we were on the weekend. Like, you come down, like, you know, they're like, oh, we're going to go out drinking. And Jono, you know me. You were there. You are leading the I, train. I'm not one to go home <laughs> early. So I had a lift sitting there. I had a, like, I had a ride home to, to a comfy bed waiting for me. And then I had the option to go out and like continue drinking with um, two people who I'd only just met and my friend's mum. And so, obviously, I chose the latter and went out <laughs> drinking with my friend's mum. Anyway, so we go to this bar. It's really nice. We're having a good time. We're having a few drinks. Everything's great. Anyway, the night's starting to wind down. And, John, I'm not in a... You know me. I don't generally like com- confrontation. Uh, Sometimes. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a violent person, John. No, I wouldn't say that you are. You've never punched um, me. No. But I'm, I'm one to stand up for <laughs> what I believe in. And I was already, like, kind of in, like, a... You know, I, you know, I was feeling a bit, you know, um, cause I just had this massive, like, you know, rant for the ages sure. about doing the right thing. Like you were in, anyway, you were in nice the zone. Day. I was in the zone, John. I was in the zone. I was locked in. I was dialed in. Anyway, these, um, and we're here with the three girls and we're having a few drinks. Anyway, the night's winding down. Everyone's starting to like, they're coming over their last drinks. Everyone leave right up. And this dude comes over. We're standing at this bench. It's like a long bench. Um, like, and we're all standing on like both sides of it. Mm-hmm. Bench is probably like a foot and a half wide. Um, and we're like, you know, it's two of us on one side, two of us on the other side. And, um, across from me was one of the girls that we were with and my friend's mum. And, um, she's a very attractive lady for, you know, she's, she's really nice, very attractive lady. And this dude comes over and he's like six, three. Mm-hmm. Probably like 120, 130 kilos, bald, real mean looking bastard, Jono. He comes over and he like walks up behind my friend's mum and like just starts being the most disgraceful human being you've ever seen in your life. And he's like saying terrible shit like, 
I just, I just come over and he's like, yeah, you're a fucking sexy rara and just getting all like real like sleazebag stuff. Yeah. And I was just like, this guy was huge. Like he was double my size. And normally I'm not one to pick a fight, Jono. <laughs> Especially with someone who probably like squished me like a bug. Mm. But I was not having it. I was not having this. Not one bit. And I just said to the bloke, I'm like, what are you doing? And he sort of looked at me. He's like, what? I'm like, you can't do that. Like, who do you think you are? He's like, what are you fucking talking about? I'm like, you can't fucking do You cannot come over here and talk to her like that. Fuck off. Like, I was like, seriously, I was like, fuck off. And the girl's like, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Because they're like, they, they have eyes. They can see this guy's huge. I'm not big. Um, <laughs> but I was just like, I was like, you know what? Fuck that. I'm not going to fucking stand here and let this guy talk this way to another one. And just like, I was like, nah, this is what I'm fucking talking about. This is fucking what I'm talking about is what I'm thinking in my head. It's like, you can't stand there and fucking give this, you know, almighty speech about how doing the right thing and standing up for people and blah, blah, blah. And just stand here and let this fucking shit go down. And so I, yeah, I was just, the guy was like, he was, he, he wanted to go. It was, it was nearly on Jono. And, and then what? And then nothing. Like he, I was just like, I was just, I didn't like, I just didn't back down. I was just like, fuck this. I was like, nah. and he was like, he wanted to go, and we, because he was standing, like, we were standing sort of like in between, like the bench was in between us, and he, he got up, and he walked around the other side of the bench. He was on the same side of the bench as me, and I was just like, no, nah, I'm not moving. I'm not walking away, and I just stood there, and um, and he walked off. I was like, fucking good. Yeah, lucky for you. I was like, fucking good. Yeah, and I was thinking to myself, I was like, do you know what though? I would have, like, I, you know, I just, you just, like, there's sometimes where you just, nah. You just don't, you just gotta fucking just, you know, stand up for fucking something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would, I would never get into a fight for, over anything really, I don't think. But I, I, yeah. I, I agree that you have to stand up, but I think you can stand up without being aggressive. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe. Like, I, I think you can probably imagine how I would have handled that. Yeah. <laughs> and it might have been yeah. more like, hey, that's not cool, but without insulting him or escalating yeah. the situation. No, that's true. That's true. But I mean, and you know, fair. you're a passionate man. <laughs> I'm a passionate man, You've got that Italian blood running through your veins. I was... Like after, and I'm like, I'm not like, you know, I don't condone violence. Like violence is, should never even be like the last resort. Like it shouldn't happen. Mm. And I was not threatening to this guy. I was just like, you cannot come over and you cannot say that. You cannot do the things that you're doing. You cannot speak to a woman like that. You need to fuck off. Get woke. And <laughs> get woke. Um, anyway, he didn't, he didn't like that. Um, but he didn't do anything about it. And it was good. And do you know what? Like, I was actually quite like proud of myself because oh, years gone by, I might not have done anything. I might have just stood there and not said anything and been like, and after he left, been like, oh, what a, that guy was a dick. But I was like, no, fuck that. And, and like, we, we left and I said to Sharon, my friend's mum, I'm like, I'm really sorry about that. I'm sorry that like, that that had to, like, and this is sort of like, it's back to my point. I'm like, and I said to her, I'm like, I'm really sorry that like that happened, that that guy came over and did that and that you had to sort of, you know, she's like, oh, don't worry about it. It happens all the time. I'm like, yeah, but it fucking shouldn't. Mm. Yeah, like God shouldn't get away with that kind of shit. Nah. And like that's the thing, and that's what got me fired up again. I'm like, but you, but you shouldn't have to just come. She's like, oh, it happens fine, it happens all the time. I'm like, yeah, but it shouldn't, and you shouldn't expect that that should happen. You should be able to go out and have a drink without some fucking tool coming over and and accosting you like that. Absolutely. Anyway. There was a Twitter thread kind of related to that that I saw today, uh, and it was basically just like a, a social experiment, saying, mm. hey, women out there. If all men had a curfew of 9 p.m. and would would not leave their house after 9 p.m., what would you do differently? And just reading through the replies was like really kind of alarming and enlightening about like, oh, I'd go for a run at night mm. because it's not as hot and I don't have to worry about, you know, how I look or I don't mm. have to look over my shoulder every time I hear a sound. I wouldn't have to walk to my car with my mm. car keys between my knuckles as a weapon mm-hmm. and just just response after response of, of women who rightfully 
are cautious of doing anything. Like some just saying, I would listen to music when I am yeah. outside after nine o'clock in in yeah. with headphones, and I always walk around with like headphones at you know when I'm walking to my car or at the supermarket or anything, mm-hmm. and just to mm-hmm. think that there are women, even people like my wife, who just wouldn't do that so that they can have all their senses about them because they feel like they have to that's mm. that's really messed up and it's sad that we live in that kind of world but we do yeah absolutely no i 100 percent agree and that's the thing and that's what sort of irked me and that was and like that was probably the, the saddest part of it all when she was like oh, it happens all the time like don't yeah. like don't worry about it i was like no fuck that you know like that's you shouldn't have to put up with that crap no one should speak to another person man woman doesn't matter you should not carry on like that to anyone and people like that just ugh. Just makes me angry. Yeah. Anyway, I'm glad I didn't have to fight him. <laughs> me too. Um, but I was I'm prepared because you might not I was be prepared. here. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, he. Uh, you know what? I could. I reckon I could have taken him. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. Uh, how was that related to what I said before about? Not, well, it's just not sort of dialing back news. to like you're kind of like you want to. You don't want to like you. It's sort of you kind of. I turn a blind the bad eye. Story, I kind of you turn a blind put eye, my head in the head sand. In yeah. Sand. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of people do that. And that's mm. like, you know, my friend Dykes, he's like, don't even worry about the shit that's going on. Just worry about what you can control. I'm like, but that's how we got into this situation as a society. People put their head in the sand. They don't want to deal with the hard issues. They just want yeah. to be able to look after themselves. And same with this. And same with like, and with Sharon. She's like, it happens all the time. It's like, fuck it. What shouldn't happen? Hmm. Like, it shouldn't. You should stand up for this kind of thing. Anyway. Yeah, it's a fine line, I think, because you can be, I don't know, like you can get riled up about every single injustice yeah. in the world and yeah like have so putting so much energy into helping other people that you have no time mm. to be happy and content in yourself mm-hmm. and like you think about people who are completely oblivious to the news they're probably the happiest people in the world but i guess that mm. it's, it's about a balance between not being ignorant but also not getting too involved and uh, i think letting that just rule your life because mm. that does happen and and people who live that way i'm sure they feel like that's important to to know mm. and and to stand up for every single justice and and whatever but i think yeah you have to you, you can't just you can't go through life being mad constantly it's not good for you no not at all not at all and i, I agree with that 100 percent. but i think like there's certain, just and this is the thing like there's just some things that you've just got to like mm. there's almost non-negotiables yeah and I'm getting a bit more like this now like I used to be very much like a live and let live kind of thing yeah. and not try and worry about stuff but I mean like these days I'm just like no nah, I can't like yeah I mean if it's happening in front of your eyes like that was then that's a lot different mm. from like every single tweet that comes up mm. or every single newspaper article that you read and having to write a letter to your senator about it or mm. something you know mm. You would have just glassed the bloke, wouldn't you? Probably, yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's get on to dickhead story number two. Yeah. Uh, Trump. Trump and Kim Jong-un. So, Kim Jong-un wrote Trump a letter. And, Beautiful. And Trump said Trump said that they're in love. Mm. Very cute. Very yeah. cute. Quote, um, I like him. He likes me. I guess that's okay. Am I allowed to say that? Question mark, says Trump. At a, it was at a rally in West Virginia. And then he goes, I was being really tough and so was he and we would go back and forth and then we fell in love. No, really. He wrote me beautiful letters. They were great letters and we fell and then we fell in love. Um, Mm. Well, that's sweet, isn't it, Jono? Beautiful, really. It's like a Nicholas Sparks novel or something. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I can see he probably probably was saying this with a little bit of tongue in cheek, but it's hard to know with Trump. (laughs) Yeah, Um, it is hard to know. And but he even was like, yeah. yeah sorry, go on. I was just gonna say, like, as much as he's done for the diplomacy between those two countries, I feel like mm. talking about him with such glowing praise is kind of undermining all of the incredibly heinous mm. things that he's done, and mm-hmm. uh, it's mm-hmm. really not respectful to the people that he's been persecuting for so long. I think that uh, if you were one of those people and you read about you know the leader of this nation that's your beacon of hope talking about this dictator as a, a beautiful person that he's in love with you're kind of going to go oh i thought that uh, you were on our side and now yeah. it's very clear that you're on his side well that's mm-hmm. kind of messed up 
the sad thing about it is, is there doesn't seem to be any kind of one. There's been no real progress. So the the letters that tr- that um, Kim sent Trump were to uh, basically to book another meeting. They want to have another summit to, to uh-huh. progress things because, um, as it stands, nothing has really happened. Um, the North haven't denuclearized. The sanctions are still in place. Um, the concerning thing for me is like what you said, like there doesn't seem to be any effort to change any of the other stuff, like the humanitarian crises that are happening over in North Korea. Um, you know, the camps and the gulags and, and all of this stuff, yeah. like there's nothing seems to be done. It just seems to be all about denuclearization and, um, like what about all this other stuff? Yeah. Like there's not just that, like there's other things that we can affect, you know, yeah. change with, with this country. And I'm not saying um, that, that Trump has to say that, he's a scumbag. Like he doesn't have to talk Mm. about him in a, like a negative way that's going to affect that diplomacy. I think he could be respectful and, you know, shy away from, from things that will be offensive, but he doesn't have Mm. to be going to this extreme of saying we're, Mm. we're in love. Like, is he, is he saying what he thinks he, he wants, like he wants Kim to hear? Like, I don't know. I think he just... I th- honestly, I think he he's just like... I'm still convinced that this is like the biggest long con. He just... Like, <laughs> like at the end of his term, Ashton Kutcher's going to pop out and they're like, we punked you, America, world. Like, I think he just likes to play games. Like, honestly, I think there's times where he just plays games. Like, he's just like, this is just... I'm just going to say this shit. Yeah. He doesn't think... Like, he doesn't think about it. He just says it because he knows he's going to get people riled up. He just opens he his mouth that- and... and- he knows whatever that, comes like out, he even yeah. said he's like oh the fake news media will run with this or whatever and you know they'll say this about that and it's like like he just says it just to poke the bears like that's he just does that and it works because look we're talking about it yeah and we're saying he shouldn't have said that and it's like he knows that mm. like he's an idiot but he's not stupid do you know what i mean <laughs> yeah i know exactly what you mean <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i don't know it'll be interesting to see what happens? I mean, I'm surprised in the end that the tra- that the um the uh what do you call it the bloody the summit happened in the first place in back in June, mm. um and you know the next one will come soon and and we'll see what comes from that. But I, I don't know. Like I, as I've been saying all along, the North cannot be trusted. We need to see like concrete, like what are we getting to happen out of this? Because there's still no real like concrete benefits. Yeah, like, what exactly are they going to... Like, you know, how is this going to happen? Anyway, so... It will be interesting to see. Mm. But they're in love. Yeah. So, that's cute. Happy for them. I guess. Yeah, I'm happy for... Yeah, I mean, someone's got to love them. Is someone out there writing some kind of, like, fan fiction? Like, <laughs> about oh, God. Trump and Kim? Erotica. Yeah. Erotica. Oh, gosh. Um, next one that I want to talk about, Jono. Um, Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah, we all know she's the uh, the lady who's been at the helm of the now Disney owned Star Wars universe. Uh, she had her deal as president of Lucasfilm extended through to twenty twenty one, another three years. So, as far as things go, I guess that gives her a big tick. Mm. Um, hard to argue with. I mean, this obviously off the back or on the back of um, Solo, sort of. Not, it, I mean, it bombed as far as the box office. Very a box office disappointment. Um, yeah, you guys and, talked about this last week. I guess it's yeah. uh, it was it was disappointing enough for them to put a bit of a, a kibosh on uh, yeah, pumping well, out the they, movies as, as much as they have been. Yep. So Disney has um, you know scaled back. The you know they say they're going to be a bit more. Um, What's the word? They're going to be a bit more, Restra- uh, bit more restraint. Restrained, yeah. With the, you know, with the, um, you know, the release of these movies, they're not going to just keep pumping them out, which some people are saying is great. I was sort of a little bit like, ah, oh, I mean, I really like Solo. I mean, I'm happy for them to keep pumping them out as long as they're of good, um, quality. Like, but it would hard to be. It would hard, even though Solo didn't like do well. It would it's hard to argue that, you know, they've been anything but, um you know like successes mm. like you know the star wars force like force awakens is like the third highest grossing film of all time um i think uh last jedi is like just outside the top 10 um you know the 
Rogue One was over a billion dollars grossed worldwide. Um, They've done well. Solo. Mm. Sorry? They've done well. They've done really well. Yeah. It's hard to argue, you know, and that's just movies, ticket sales. It's not, you know, obviously all the million of other things that go along with it as far as like the the merchandise and that kind of thing. So Disney have made their money back very easily on this. Mm. Four billion they paid George Lucas for Star Wars. Yeah. Um, And I'd say that she's been a big instrumental part of that improvement like not not improvement but like that revival of of the franchise and i guess she's been the the constant throughout it all as much as jj abrams probably gets credit and rightfully Mm -hmm. so for the force awakens bringing it back on the map but she's Mm -hmm. been you know involved in in every um she's the she's the kevin feige feige yeah feige of of the um of the Star Wars, you know, franchise. Yeah. Um, so, hard to argue. And people were, like, speculating that she was going to get the sack. And, like, I heard... When I read that kind of stuff, I was like, how, how, like, how could you possibly mm. sack her? Like, you know, yeah. they've... You've had two of the highest... Three of the highest, most highest grossing films of all time. One that didn't perform well, plus everything else that they're doing with it. How could you possibly sack this person based on one film flop? Just because they're dialing it back now. Yeah. Like, maybe they're just going to continue to be smart with it. Like, they've clearly... Some people... I mean, obviously, the market speaks for itself, right? So, they jumped the shark a little bit. They're pumping out too many movies. You know, Solo was a misstep for many reasons. It wasn't marketed very mm. well. It was released at the wrong time, etc. and so on. Um, yeah. I don't even know if it's too many. I think it was just the timing, like breaking away from that annual release to, you know, put it out within six months. I mean, you guys talked about this last week, so we don't need to go over it, but I think that it was just more of a misstep than Mm -hmm. a bot, like a huge mistake. But Mm -hmm. I I also like that she was handpicked by George Lucas. So it kind of gives Mm -hmm. a, a little kind of touchstone back to, you know, his vision for what the franchise was. Not that they've, you know, kept his ideas entirely but uh the fact that she was part of his star wars um Mm. vision at one point and is still there like it's just a connection point and Mm -hmm. i like that idea i I think that if she was gone and they brought in someone else even if even if it had no impact on that whatsoever there would be speculation that oh they've you know brought in this person and that's why it's changed in this particular way or that's why it's changed mm-hmm. in that particular way. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. No, I agree. I agree. But I'm happy to see her continue on. She's brought, you know, as far as I'm concerned, four really good quality movies. Um, some people don't agree, but those people are wrong. Um, that's not the last thing I heard you say about The Last Jedi, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. For three really high-grossing movies and three really good quality yeah. movies. So, like, um, when you were talking about your drunken rants before... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just reminded me of that that uh, drive home we had one day with my friend Marto. When you, Unacceptable. You, probably, you spent about 25 minutes explaining why The Last Jedi was a disappointment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, it was. It was a disappointment for me. And do you know what's funny though? I've I've I dislike the movie more as time has gone on, mm. and I'm worried to watch it again because I feel like I will hate it when I watch it again. Because it's hard. Possibly. Like it's easier now as an adult to like reconcile things. I remember thinking that the Phantom Menace was the best movie I'd ever seen. I, I saw, I saw it twice at the movies. <laughs> Yeah. Like there's pod racing it's pod racing thing is amazing this is Jar Jar character he's kind of funny everything's great and as time goes on you're just like that is the one of the most ter- terrible movies I've ever seen mm. um, like it's actually cringeworthy to watch it again um, you know as in this day and age yeah. and walking out of The Last Jedi I was really like I was like God, I don't know if I liked it I was like I thought that there were some really great moments but I'm like I think there's some things I just really didn't like and as time has gone on I've just, I've dislike, I dislike it more and more. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'll have to watch it again and see what I really think about it. Do it. Let me know. <laughs> Put myself through the pain. Put myself through the pain. Uh, and just the last, uh, last thing I want to talk about tonight, Jono. Um, Kanye West has pissed off some people by saying something stupid again. And in other news, water is wet <laughs> and the sky is blue. We were talking when we were talking about Trump before. Saying mm. sometimes he just opens his mouth and you know whatever comes oh, out. Really- like yeah. we could have just as easily been talking about Kanye, like yeah. like the whole like talking about fake news and this is going to get mm. twisted around and 
that rant on SNL was one of the all-time head scratches, I think. What a goose. What a goose of a human being. Um, so, yeah, basically, he's, he's gone on SNL. They didn't actually air the rant, thank God. Oh, they didn't? Um, Someone, no, they didn't, no. I think they may have on the East Coast one, because like when it's, it's filmed in New York, right? So, it's, it's live. It's mm. literally live. Mm. And then by the time it gets to the West Coast, it's been edited down. Because I, I, right, I saw okay. like a Snapchat or something, Instagram story or something yeah, of well, the think, rant on TV. I think, oh, was it from a TV? Yeah, okay, and Chris Rock did one like from the audience as well. I watched that yeah, one yeah. too. But yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So good. Yeah. So Kanye. I can't believe they let him um, talk for so long. <laughs> oh my God. Unbelievable. Um, basically, he's, he's carried on. He wore a Make America Great hat. He's tweeted out. A thing about Trump, um, in his support for Trump, as he does, uh, and as is expected, pretty much everyone is not pretty much. I mean, there's he has his supporters, right? Kanye is a very, yeah, he's a very revered character. Uh, I don't know, he was, <laughs> he was yeah, before like, the, the whole MAGA thing happened, but. But he's still want, got like. We should talk about like what he actually said, rather than just the fact that he was wearing the hat and said go yeah, Trump. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. he said, he wanted yeah. to like abolish the Thirteenth Amendment and. Yeah. So like- yeah. So he tweeted. So the tweet that he put out, which was um, bizarre, was um, where is it? Here? From he a said, private jet. Uh, <laughs> from his private jet with his Make America Great hat again. He goes uh, this re- with the hat. He says this represents good and America becoming whole again. We will no longer outsource to other countries. We build factories here in America and create jobs. We will provide jobs for all who are free from prisons as we abolish the Thirteenth Amendment. Message sent with love. The Thirteenth Amendment is the amendment that abolishes slavery. Yes. So I'm not really sure exactly what he. I'm not sure if he knows what he means. I think he meant he something else, probably, because <laughs> he couldn't have meant what it sounds like he meant. What could he have possibly meant? There was someone out there trying to like, not defend him, but say this is what I think he meant, and it was something about how that amendment includes something about slaves being paid for their labor or something. Yeah, I don't know. I, oh I assume it's God. to do with prisoners, like people in prison, the way that they're treated or something. Mm. I don't know. It's mm. it, when you. It's like trying to decipher hieroglyphics when you're listening to to Kanye trying to sound hyper intelligent. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's a fair point. Some of the some quotes from his speech. Uh, it's so many times that I talk to a white person about this and they say, how could you support Trump? He's racist. And then he goes on to say, well, if I was concerned about racism, I would have moved out of America a long time ago. Um, again, that kind of statement to me is very tone deaf. Like as a person in his position of power, like, yeah, he doesn't have to worry about that really. Like at the end of the day, he should as a person in that position. Like he should be standing up for these things, and sh- as a voice to such a like a, an impressionable generation, do you know what I mean? Like he should really like this is something he should concern himself with mm. as someone who has has great you know influence. Um, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like like I've said before in this show, Kanye's always been a, a fuckwit. <laughs> he'll always be a fuckwit, and he'll continue to say fuckwit things like this. Like, I think you should clip that out. Clip that out. <laughs> Click, clip that part out <laughs> and just like and roll it out on Twitter. It, every every time out. he says something stupid. Yeah, I should. That's it's it's my it's my stock standard statement for when Kanye says things. You know, he like this earlier this year when he said that slavery was a choice. Like 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 what like what are you talking about? Mm. You crazy, crazy man. Every time that he does something like this, though, it's always, like, interesting to see people who are, like, ride-or-die Kanye fans having yeah. having no way to come back from it. Just being, like... Like, it just... You can see it, it hurts man. them, like, every time to see yeah. him talk this way. And, and not just because it's, it's so, like, 
like to us it makes almost no sense at all but to them it's mm. also probably against their Id- personal ideology and the mm. way that they feel like these kinds of things should be discussed mm-hmm. by someone in his position yeah mm-hmm. 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 yep yeah it is it is interesting he always seems to really make a really outlandish statement and then there's a part of me that thinks is he just trolling i think so. yeah it's, it's because he's always the wonder on, yeah on the heels of an album dropping so maybe like, I think some. I think there's a part of it that he thinks that it's a great way to sell albums. Yeah. Well, he's where I imagine yeah. it's in alienating a lot of people. And he said uh, that he was being bullied backstage about wearing the hat. And then there was an unnamed source from, I guess, from NBC or from mm. SNL crew saying uh, that he was wearing it in all the rehearsals. I guess no one said you can't wear that uh he was asking everyone should i wear this hat do you think i can wear this anyone like even like just interns and things like that who were just walking past he would pull them up and ask them about it as well so if that person you know unnamed person is to be trusted it's Mm. hard to to do that without knowing who that person was Mm. but you know it it just adds an extra thing to, to think about maybe this is you know quite fabricated and and pl- like plotted out the every like mm. move that he's he's come out with mm. and he was a replacement uh musical guest for i think uh, i can't remember who it was but someone pulled out he he was mm. quick to put his hand up or, or answer the call to replace them i'm just surprised that snl let him do that or, mm. or that they let like with I guess with what he's been like lately, maybe they thought the ratings will be worth it. But the fact that they cut it out from the West Coast uh, screening shows that mm. it's not really something they wanted to broadcast. But yeah, life don't blame live it. television. Hey? <laughs> yeah, that's it. The perks <laughs> of it. Uh, so had some t- some notable tweets. Um, obviously being torn down. Um, Chris Evans, who's a really yeah. like I really like uh, Chris Evans is a great follow on Twitter. A uh, Twitter if you don't already follow him at Chris Evans. He doesn't hold back, does he? Hell nah, hell nah. So um, he quote tweeted Kanye and said, "There's nothing more maddening than debating someone who doesn't know history, doesn't read books, and frames their myto- myopia as virtue." The level of unapologetic conjecture I've encountered lately isn't just frustrating; it's retrogressive, unprecedented, and absolutely terrifying. And that's pr- that is very much to my point: is that you've got someone like Kanye who kind of just says shit, like he doesn't really. Like, he kind of just sometimes talk, And it's, that's the thing. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, we're going to abolish the 13th Amendment. And it's it's very dangerous. And that's another point I made um, earlier in the year about someone like Kanye. He's, very, he's a very dangerous individual because he can really influence people and say shit. And, like, how many kids are going to... Who are, you know, not well-educated or whatever, are going to, you know, go to school the day after that and t- start talking about, like, the 13th Amendment in ways that they don't understand it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, um... Lana Del Rey uh, commented and said, Trump becoming our president was a loss for the country, but your support of him is a loss for the culture. I can only assume you relate to his personality on some level, delusions of grandeur, extreme issues with narcissism, none of which would be a talking point if we weren't speaking about the man leading our country. If you think it's all right to support someone who believes it's okay to grab a woman by the pussy just because he's famous, then you need an intervention as much as he does. Something so many narcissists will never get because there just isn't enough help for the issue. Um, yeah, that's a mm. hell of a hell of a whack. Yeah, and uh, and of course Donald, the Donald, uh, tweeted Glover. his thoughts. <laughs> Donald, not Donald Glover, <laughs> no, Donald Trump, uh, and he said, like many. I don't watch Saturday Night Live, even though I past hosted it. No longer funny, no talent or charm. It's just a political ad for the Dems. Word is that Kanye West, who put on a MAGA hat after the show, despite being told no, was great. He's leading the charge. (sighs) Who do you think Trump loves more, Kanye or Kim (laughs) Jong-un? Well, he hasn't said that he's in love with Kanye, so I'm going with Kim. Maybe that's why he did it. Maybe that's why Kanye did it. He saw that... He's not, anymore, yeah. He's not number one anymore, yeah. He's not number one anymore. He's not man. very cool. Yeah, yeah. That's we live in a weird world. We live in a weird world. Apologies, listeners, for the there's been a lot of swearing on this episode. All um, from Jack. 
A hundred percent of the swearing came from me. Yes, I can get confirmed yeah. that. Um, I don't know. I might go back through and edit some of it out. I'm not bothered. <laughs> you can't be bothered. No, don't I pretend like you're going to do that. No, I don't want to do that. Um, but that's the news for this week. No questions. I hope you all enjoyed. No questions. No, no, we haven't had a question for a while. Yeah. Haven't had a question. Haven't had a review. That's okay. People just like listening. Yeah. And we appreciate you regardless. If you do have any questions, you can remember you can always email us at it is what it is at eight bit dot net. It's a t e b i t dot net. If you're wondering, um, so flick any questions, concerns, queries, theories, conspiracy theories. Also, I'm interested in hearing if you've got any. Um, very, very much like the, to interact with our audience. Um, reviews as well help a lot, as you would know, Jono, being a podcast man. Definitely. Um, the they help to people being able to find us. They help with the algorithms, pushing us up in searches and that kind of thing. So um, we've had some great performing episodes lately, and um, and it's all thanks to you know to you guys' support, sharing the episodes on Twitter, telling your friends about us. Um, any kind of support you give the show uh, is very much appreciated and makes it worth doing every week mm. because sometimes the news is depressing as shit. Yes. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, of course you can. We're, we're both going to be at PAX, which is rather exciting, in a few weeks' mm. time with 8-Bit, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, the whole mm-hmm. crew. Are you going to do any uh, it-is-what-it-is content from PAX? Hmm. That's an interesting question. I haven't really thought about it. Could do like a... Uh, mm, could do like a... like a Maybe like a panel. You could do, a, like- you could do a pop culture round, like all pop mm. culture themed episode. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm. Get a few of the 8-Bit Collective on. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, do like a do like a roundtable kind of discussion about something. That'd be fun. Mm. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. Everyone in the same space. It makes sense. Um, that was right. That is one thing I also wanted to bring up on the show just while while I'm reminded about that. Um, is I'm always looking, Jono, as you know, for diverse opinions and uh, and different points of view on this show. And um, other than one of the one of the things I would like to change about this show mm-hmm. is that other than the lovely Miss Ali Hart, it has all been exclusively white dudes on the show. All white dudes. Either American, Kiwi, Australian, all white dudes. Uh, I would like to change that because it's important to have diverse points of view and perspectives and opinions on things. Especially when we talk a lot about race issues and that kind of thing, mm-hmm. I always find a little, little bit like not disingenuous because I do. Really, I believe everything that I say, but I, like I speak from a position of not really understanding that side of it. Like it's easy for me to go, "That person's bad because they're racist," but like someone who's really been who's you know, coming from that side of it, like I, I'd like. Do you know what I'm saying? I do. It's a yeah. learned experience through experienced experience. <laughs> Yes, I think yes. That's that's yes. Those words make sense in my head. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, if you know anyone out there who you think you'd like to hear on the show, um, someone who might have a different um, point of view or perspective or background, um, man, woman, child. I'd like maybe not child. Um, <laughs> I'd like to have on the show, or you'd like to hear on the show. Please hit me up. Hit me on Twitter at cruzy underscore mate, or send us an email. Just want to, yeah. I just want to get some different opinions and things on here. Just, just, mi- just mix it up a bit. Um, speaking of which, Jono, hmm. there's we have a very special guest in the works coming up soon. I'm not ready to reveal it just yet until it's confirmed and locked in, but we are in talks to have a very special guest on, um, who people will be familiar with and will be uh, say polarizing. Okay. Is the is the word? It's a polarizing character. Is it Nate? Is it NATO? It's not NATO. No. <laughs> <laughs> I do need to get him back on the show though at some point. Yeah. I can make him work for his meals. <laughs> um. Anyway, I hope you've enjoyed this somewhat laid back episode. Apologies for all the swearing. You can get a bit like sometimes I just you know that's how I express myself, Jono. I noticed. Hmm. Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, (laughs) thank you so much for joining us for another episode of It Is What It Is. This has been a product from 8-Bit. You can find all of our content over at 8bit.net or search the hashtag 8-Bit Collective hashtag on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, And you can follow us on Twitter. I hadn't updated it from last week, so it currently says... 
Because I didn't update last week either properly. It currently says Logan is at iDruby, which is neither, <laughs> which is not true for this week or last week. No. Uh, Jono is at Jono himself. I am at Cruzy underscore mate. And 8Bit is at We Are 8Bit on all of the socials. And remember, uh, if you've enjoyed the show, head on over to iTunes. Give us a subscribe. Leave us a review. Like I said, it does help um, get the word out about us. It makes us discoverable. Let's the people know. And the questions. Don't forget the questions. It is what it is at 8bit.net is that email address you can send those to. Make sure you get those in. We'd like to hear from you. Uh, guests from next week, not organized yet. Maybe we'll do the menage a trois next week. Maybe we'll get that three-way going when we're, our clocks sort of semi-sync back up. Maybe. 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 We'll see. No. No, you don't want to do two in a row? <laughs> no. Might too much Maybe. Video? We'll see. We'll see what the news has to hold for us in, over the next week. I was a good. I don't know. Yeah. Get some good news going. I mean, it's... It's, you know, it's, it's, just, it's just... Sometimes, you know. It's just... Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Until next time, friends. It is what it is. <laughs> <laughs>